0: Welcome back to another episode of the Jordan Syatt mini podcast. I hope you're excited because this episode is, bar none, one of my favorites thus far. I was really fortunate. I got an amazing woman. Her name is Ruthie. She's an Inner Circle member. She lives in Sweden. Got her on the phone and she walks us through how she lost 24 pounds. And it's an incredible story, but not necessarily because of the exact methods that she used, not the programming, not the nutrition. It's more because she really goes in detail into the mindset of it. And my favorite part is when she discusses how she handled the moments in which most people would fail, in which most people would say they screwed up, in which most people would say they don't have motivation anymore, in which most people would say nothing they do is working, in which most people would say they went off track and they, they don't see the point and keep going. She really did an amazing job of outlining how she continued to stay on track. And I'm very excited for you to hear this. I hope you enjoy it. Any questions or comments, let me know.
1: Ruthie. Hi, Jordan.
0: How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking the time to get on the phone with me. I know it's actually very loud where I am, so I'm going to go on a little bit of a walk. But um, <laughs> what, where are you right now? Thank, like, are you in the UK?
1: No, I, I used to be in the UK. I'm in Stockholm, but I, I used to be in London, so you're not wrong.
0: Got it, got it. Okay, well thank you for taking the time to get on. I, I really appreciate it. I know it's late Thanks. late over there. Um, Thanks
1: for having me. This is well,
0: fun. Well, <laughs> I'm very excited because <laughs> your DM that you sent me blew me away. And it was funny because I was I was just going over it before we got on the phone and uh-huh. I actually missed the original DM that you sent me asking about joining Inner Circle. And I like I wish I could answer every single one, but like obviously I missed some and it was so cool to just see you saying, hey, like, can you tell me about the inner circle? And then the next DM being like, Hey, look at all the progress that I've made. And it was it was extraordinary. <laughs> and and I wanted to talk to you because I wanted to get your your honest account and opinion of of what happened, how you how like how much progress you've made. Just like give an introduction of who you are, what you've done, because the reality is. You and I have had very little contact and you've done all of the work yourself. So mm-hmm. I, I want people to know that everybody can see extraordinary results as long as they put in the work, which you clearly have. So I would just love to hear what you've done, how you've done it. Just Literally, I want to hear, hear your story.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. So I am, uh, uh, you know, I, I, live in, I live in Sweden now. I used to live in London for a long time. I work, I've, my, my professional background is media, always worked in international media, very hectic, involved a lot of travel. So a pretty like busy lifestyle. And last summer, I decided to leave my job and take some time off. So basically just take a little bit of a life break. And improving my health was like at the top of that list. Okay. I I think that the breaking point for me was I was on a holiday. I was in Cape Town. I was on the beach and I was like totally uncomfortable in my bikini or bathing suit or whatever I was wearing. I was just uncomfortable. And I remember like, I don't need to feel like this. I don't want to feel like this. And I sort of silently like pledged to myself that I was gonna make a change, you know, at that point. And it's also, you know, it it had fueled my decision to like leave my job. But at this point, I really like felt it very deeply being like, I can do something about this, you know, and I'm going to do something about this. So um, I came home and I found a personal trainer who, uh, somebody that I knew that posted a picture on IG said, who had had a great transformation with this trainer contacted him and long story short is well, well, his name is coach d a fantastic personal trainer and in one of our first sessions he showed me some of your infographics
0: got it okay when he,
1: he was trying to get me to understand some of the basics and he was like look you've got to start programming your brain as well around like health and educating yourself this is jordan is a great um, resource and he showed me like tons of your like infographics. He actually had them saved in, in a, in his like Instagram, you know, collections, the folders. Yep. So I started following you and I started like, you know, doing my own research um, working with him slowly starting to, to, you know, go to the gym and really just going back to basics and learning everything about like calories, caloric energy, my body type macro. So I, I just had to like start from the beginning because prior to that, I had, I had been like fooling myself and just saying like, Oh, I, would I eat healthy? And I was eating healthy, but it's like, I wasn't eating within a caloric range that would allow me to actually lose weight. Right. So that's one of the fundamentals that going through this education taught me
0: well, I'm I'm gonna stop you right there because what you just said is unbelievably important, and you you almost grazed over it like it's like it's nothing because <laughs> you, you understand it now. But so many people, I, I and I know you know this. So many people say, "I don't know what's wrong. I eat so healthy, and I just can't lose weight." Just could you like elaborate on what you were doing and what you were eating, and then what what you realized after you started tracking your calories?
1: So basically, prior to this, I was eating healthy, meaning organic stuff, um, whole grain. Um, uh, but but I would never lose weight, right? I would I would eat all the 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 things that I would call like healthy, um, which was like you know wholesome food. But I wasn't eating within a specific caloric range. So when I started learning about macros, so carbs, fats, and proteins, and understanding the balance. Uh, of those three parts, and also understanding that all of those are subordinate to to like a caloric, a daily caloric intake. So I started like counting calories, understanding you know how much deficit I need on a daily basis or a weekly basis to actually lose weight. So I had to go back and learn these things. So I used my fitness pal, and then I used uh, an app that has uh, like more of a Swedish database called LifeSum. So I started tracking calories on a daily basis, I started understanding like how many calories I need to burn in a week's time to actually lose like let's say a pound a week. So I would eat like a normal day would be like um, oatmeal in the morning with a protein shake uh, maybe some salmon and some I, some quinoa usually and some vegetables. And then I'd have maybe another protein shake or a Greek yogurt or something. And in the evening, maybe some tofu with, some sal- with a salad, for instance. And the, the thing that I really want to point out is that I have absolutely not stopped eating carbs. In fact, I eat a lot of carbs. I eat healthy carbs. And through eating carbs, I've still lost like 12 kg, which like, I think is about like 20 Twenty four pounds or something like that. So, yeah,
0: it's even a little bit more. I mean, that's that's incredible, and yeah. I love that you emphasize that because so many, a lot of people won't believe it. A lot of people will literally hear you say this and think, "No, no, no that's not true. You can't lose. You can't eat carbs and lose fat." So I'm I'm glad that you, emphasized you that. And Yeah, and I love it, something else that you said that was that you emphasized at the beginning. You're like, "Well, I was eating healthy," and for me that meant that I was eating a lot of organic stuff, and it's it's so funny because a lot of people we'll talk about eating healthy or eating clean. But the definition of healthy or clean will change person to person. For one person, healthy is vegan. Another person, healthy is low calorie. Another person, healthy is organic. And whatever healthy is to you, that's fine. But the point that you've hit on that most people really don't and need to understand is that regardless of what healthy is for you, you need to make sure your calories are in check. Whether you count or not, they just have to be in check.
1: But 100%. And it's been, like, really game-changing for me because I'd go somewhere and have, like, a gluten-free muffin or something be like, oh, this is healthy. This is gluten-free and made out of rice flour. It's still calories, though, right? So, so for me, it's been groundbreaking. It could, be, it could be basic information for some, but for me, it was, like, groundbreaking to actually go back and, like, understand. Yeah. understand. That's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that, that's absolutely incredible. And um, <laughs> by the way... Of course, I'm like I'm traveling a lot, so I'm in a very noisy area. So I apologize for the background. No, that's I mean, fine. I can still hear you. Back, but um, everything you're saying is so 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 huge. And so let me let me ask you: Is have was there anything along the way? Because everything you described is a very. It sounds like it was just so easy. Was there anything that you struggled with along this process? Because I mean, you, you've lost. A significant amount of weight and your transformation pictures so far are nothing short of of extraordinary in every sense of the word is that has there been any struggle like wh- what what you struggled with if anything
1: i think the biggest challenge for me has been um just you know being patient and enjoying the process it took me a while until i got to a point where i was just like enjoying the process i think for the so i started out like really seriously around like last summer And, um, around July, 2017, and I think, so so about a year ago, about a year ago. And I think up until, let's say like December. So up until Christmas, I was still, I was still very focused on just like how much I'm, how much am I losing? I wasn't focused on like how, how, like how strong have I gotten? How am I feeling? I'm, am I sleeping better? All of these other things that today are way more important to me. So I was definitely struggling with being patient and enjoying the process. And that's something that my, my trainer coach D will say to me, as I'm like lifting weights, he'll say, like, enjoy it, enjoy the pain, like you're getting stronger. And today I'm in a place where I can like, enjoy that I, I am not rushing. I see this as a lifetime investment into new habits and new lifestyle. But in the in the beginning, it was the patient's part and wanting to see results quickly. So and one thing i'll just give i mean i'm sure people already do this for some uh, it might be helpful is to take pictures because once you've you've lived with a certain body for a while it's hard for you to see the results and even for me i look at pictures and i'm like whoa that's that's a big difference but when i look myself in the mirror i don't necessarily see that the same contrast so take pictures and and I I, actually I don't even use a scale uh I I just take pictures and I measure myself based on clothes and stuff so take regular pictures and that way you'll see the difference that way but it's it it is difficult to be patient I think you know oh my
0: god absolutely and so thank you for saying the thing about the pictures because one of the things that that I've seen over the years is a lot of people a lot of times you know you know how the first time when you write get when you're about to get back on track with, with fitness sometimes like you'll take a big breath before you get on the scale. Like, all right, what's it going to show? Like what's the, (laughs) what's the truth. And with pictures, I think sometimes it's even, it's even more difficult and and harder because uh, people they don't like to to see themselves like that. And it's very emotional. It's very, very emotional for a lot of people Uh. to take those pictures, but to hear that that really helped you and that helped you stay more patient that helped you stay on track. I think that all that will help a lot of people make the first step to do that. Um, and let me ask you this, and, and I appreciate how how open and honest you've been with all this. I I, I hope you know this, this. A lot of people are going to be incredibly grateful that you've spoken so candidly on this because so many people try and make this process seem easy and simple and like they didn't struggle. And the fact that you're very open and candid is is I appreciate it. I know other people will too. Um, were there any times? I know you said at the beginning. You struggled with the patients and the pro the part of understanding the process. Um, were there any times when you, for example, when, when you started tracking your calories, mm-hmm. were there any times when you went over your calories or you didn't you didn't stick to your plan?
1: Oh yeah, tons of times, especially in the beginning. I think the hardest thing for me has been to because I, I, I'm not really a, a meat lover, I struggle with eating meat. I eat mostly vegetarian. I I eat some fish sometimes. So, so, getting my proteins in was the hardest. And I remember that was in some of your posts and videos that you recommend. Um, you recommend all of us, like inner circle or Jordan side, like followers, is to start with hitting our protein first and and or cal- caloric value and then protein first and then everything else after. So. So hitting my protein was a real struggle in the beginning, but I was lucky to be able to kind of work with a coach that kept telling me to like, you know, just do what you can, like increase it to maybe 80 grams per day and then 85 the next day. So so just also being happy about the small increments towards that. But in the beginning, I was totally struggling with hitting my protein, not necessarily my calories, uh, but definitely Got it. Oh. Hitting, hitting my protein values. And I must Admit that even today I really have to stay on top of it. But I'm I'm I've made a lot of progress.
0: That's that's amazing and yeah. I love that because a lot of people when they start a program or doing anything, they make a change, they expect perfection. That mm-hmm. they should their calories have to be perfect, their protein has to be perfect, they work their workouts have to be perfect. And what you just described was listen, I'm I'm gonna hit my calories, I'm gonna do my best to hit my calories and Protein's a struggle for me. But just because I'm not going to hit my protein every day doesn't mean that this isn't going to work and it doesn't mean that I should that I should quit. It yeah. means that I'm going to keep doing it and get better every day until the point where I'm really honed in on it. And over the last year, you've seen tremendous results and if you look at if you look at the the percentage of of the year, there there's at least some portion of the year where you were not following the guidelines 100%, but you've succeeded because you've been consistent rather than necessarily being perfect. It's a really important concept. Most people forget. They think, well, if I'm not being perfect with it, then I failed. And then they quit. And you're the perfect example of you weren't being perfect with it, but because you were consistent, you saw tremendous results.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely was not perfect, but I think it's, it's a matter of like kind of the averages of the input. Right. So, um, definitely, definitely stay patient and ha- hold like a long view, you know, and, and, you know, who wants to be perfect anyway? It's hard to maintain, but we all, we're all just human beings. Right. But um, if you keep a long view, you'll, you'll see results for sure. I, I'm
0: going to be, it's funny. I just want to be very clear for, for people listening that you and I have never spoken on the phone before ever. <laughs> like, this is the first time we've spoken. And I just want to, I, I preface with that because I just want you to know I'm incredibly impressed with, ev- with everything that you're saying because <laughs> you're, so, you're so logical about this process and it sounds like, well, of course I'm logical, but you're, you're so logical about this process. And this process is so emotional for so many people. It's, it, in fact, I would argue it's, it's emotional for everyone on some level, right? There's always emotion tied to it. And, and even going back to your original point of I really it hit me when I was on the beach and I wasn't comfortable in my bikini that's an emotional response and and you have been logical throughout in terms of hey I'm not being perfect but I'm still I'm still like making progress I'm still going to do my best and still going to make make every effort and you had you struggled with patience and you had struggles along the way but you never let that prevent you from keep going and I, I reiterate that so often because that is that is the major reason why you've done so well. It's not necessarily having, um, like, I guarantee you that this question will come up. I get, it happens every time. So Ruthie spoke about finding a calorie deficit. How do you know how to find the right calorie deficit for you? And there is there is, it's a valid question, but it's one of the things where, some people, they they have 12 different equations for finding the right calorie deficit, and they don't do any of them because they're just not sure which one is right for them, and they don't even try any of them. Whereas if they just tried one of them and stuck with it for three months, they would realize either it worked or it didn't work. It probably would work. It would work in some sense if they were very consistent with it. And, and that above all else, rather than trying to find the perfect equation or the perfect workout or the perfect guidelines or the perfect this, just doing something and being consistent with it and sort of using it as a trial and error along the way, rather than like trying to find the one, the, the, the end all be all finding, just go with one trial and error, give it a shot, try that consistently for three months, and then move on to the next one. If if people had that mindset, the one that, that you've adopted in terms of really just going all in and giving effort and being consistent, the amount of, of success people would have would be like far above and beyond what most people could imagine
1: Yeah. I mean, um, I definitely agree with you on that. It's like holding like a long view and experimenting. And I think actually in, so last July, I was also working with the Bricks Fitness. I saw that he was featured on one of your, or or you were in one of his videos. I also worked with him a little bit. I did some online coaching with him as well. I was really drawn. Oh, this is another thing. I was really drawing inspiration from a lot of different sources. So Bricks was like part of my early journey And this was one of the things that he said to me that really stuck. He was like, you've got to experiment and get to know your own body. You need to understand how you work, you know? And I think that really stuck with me as well, is that like what works for everybody else might not work for me, but I'm going to try something, experiment, analyze, and see. If it doesn't work, then I'll tweak it, and I'll try it a little different next time. And all of that was anchored in the... I I think this is really important because I've had a few friends that have come to me that have said oh so what did you do or acquaintances and so on and and like talking about wanting to make a change and i and i've i keep telling them is like you need to know why you want to make a change you need to know why you want this otherwise you're just going to get to that two three month mark and then fail and then you'll go back to zero again you know so it's like it's really important for me it was all kind of anchored in this i had made up my mind i'm not going to live like this anymore i don't want to live like this anymore I want That's, more life quality than this.
0: It, it's so it, the things you're saying are very powerful on, on a really deep level that I think uh, it's easy to overlook if you're if you're not paying attention to it. And it's you essentially so it's funny. It's not it's not funny, it's interesting. It's uh the idea of, of behavior and, and behavior change and psychology and emotions it's, it's very interesting to me. It's it's really like what I find the most that's what I'm passionate about. Why do people make the decisions they make? And food is, in the same way that people can be uh, you know, addicted to drugs, people can be addicted to, to alcohol, food, some people can have food addictions. They can have um, uh, struggles with it on, on, a, on a very deep emotional level, similar to how they would have uh, deep emotional attachments to drugs. The, the major difference, though, is with drugs and and alcohol, the ability to stop doing them cold turkey is there because you don't need them to survive. Right? They're they're, they're not. You don't need them to live. Mm-hmm. But food, on the other hand, it, and no matter what, if you have a, a disordered eating habit, if you have an emotional relationship with food, you still have to eat. You st- it still is part of your life, and that's yeah. one of the biggest struggles people have. Is no matter what like it's going to be there but the major the major 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 uh recurring factor that i see happening over and over again among people who end up making a lifestyle change and keeping it is there is a moment in which they decide this is it yeah that's done right mm-hmm. so there's a moment and and a lot and I actually I'm on one of the more popular podcasts I've done it with uh the inner, inner circle member Mary she's lost like a hundred pounds plus
1: amazing and, go Mary and
0: <laughs> and <laughs> very similar experience she had a moment in which she decided it was going to change and it was because she there was a pair of pants that she really wanted to to get to right. fit in and she and that was it and it's mm-hmm. so funny it's and and that is what you're talking about finding your why and your why can change and will change probably over time but being aware of it and knowing it and and keeping your why at the forefront of what's going on is so 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 powerful and i'm really glad you brought that up because i think it's one of the things a lot of people overlook
1: it's really it's really fundamental and it's something that you can draw strength from like time and time again as you you know because you you know you ebb and flow when it comes to motivation it's not always there But you know for me it's like I've got it written down it's like I want to be healthy strong have have like higher life quality I want a life full of vitality I want to be around for long you know and I want to be able to do all the things that I want to do and be able to use my body um, fully I don't want to feel limited in any way so when I think about a life full of vitality that means that I have to work for that. That doesn't come for free. Especially in like, you know, when we, a, a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us are in these like sedentary jobs. We're like sitting down, not moving a lot. And there's a lot of like unhealthy food, sometimes food, when you to go into like, uh, you know, the store to buy some food. It can feel like food is the enemy. There's so much bad stuff like, you know, marketed at you. So... When you, when you think about all this, when you, if you have a strong why and you can keep coming back to that, you can, you know, draw strength from that and, yeah, fuel your consistency that way somehow.
0: A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. And Ruthia, I, I know it's late where you are, so I don't want to keep you too much longer. Okay. I, I do, I do want to ask you uh, what is next for you? Like, what, what do you see going forward? What do you want to achieve? What are some of your main goals? Uh, what's, what's on your plan for, for your own health and fitness for the next, we'll call it three to six months. So
1: what I've done actually right now is I've taken a break from my personal training because I have wanted to challenge myself to kind of not be dependent I, I basically me, me and my coach we had this conversation. I was like, I want to see how much I've learned. So for the next like couple of months, I want to go out on my own. Uh, you know, maybe do some classes at the gym, uh, but really like he gave me a couple of programs. I also have some of the Inner Circle programs that I use and I love. And um, so just go out there and like achieve results on my own. So to see like how much did I actually learn from this period. And um, I, I recently watched a Terry Crews clip where he was talking about this, where he's like, the job of a coach is really to like work, work him or her, like work yourself out of that particular job. Like, so... So to not for your client, or so for me to not be totally dependent on my coach to get to a point where I can like do this on my own. So I'm training on by myself, I'm working a lot around, uh, like glutes activation, I've had a really hard time with like activating my glutes. So doing a lot more like band work and working on on getting stronger. Uh, there. I'm still working on reducing body fat predominantly, predominantly because I have diabetes in the family. So that's one thing I'm like determined to not get diabetes. And so the correlation between that and a lot of my body fat is around my abdomen. So I definitely want to reduce there. Um, And then it's like getting to like a steady protein intake um, which doesn't require me to chug like four protein shakes <laughs> and I'm getting, and I'm getting better at it. I'm down to like two and it's uh, yeah. So I'm getting better at it. So it's those things. And, and in general, I, I want to add to that as well, to just like become more athletic. So to become more flexible in the way that I train, to try different ways of training as well.
0: Ruthie, I love all of that. That's incredible. <laughs> and, I, and I know I said I wasn't going to keep you longer. I have one more thing to say, just, noticing a a behavior in your speech, something that I've noticed, I've been noticing more and more lately within people. And I want to bring this up. Um, A lot of people, when they, when a lot, one thing I talk about is being your own harshest critic Mm -hmm. and being, being really difficult on yourself and really being hard on yourself. And um, among the people who are hardest on themselves, the, the most common speech pattern that I hear is the word, but. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm doing this, but, and I, I, I've, I'm going to try this, but I, I didn't hear that once from you this entire time. I didn't hear one instance when, especially when I was looking for it when I said, what's next? And you didn't say, but there was never a, (laughs) like this challenge, but this, or maybe this, or I don't know about this. It was, you literally even said, I'm trying to get my protein like intake better. So don't have to be doing so many protein shakes. And then you said, "But, but it was in the positive sense. But I'm getting better. It was yeah. a positive. It was a positive outcome, rather than a negative." And I bring that up because, again, among among the consistent factors I see among the people who succeed the most, it's those who who talk in a way that is positive in relation to themselves, rather than negative. Mm-hmm. And this conversation, your speech, and the way you you discuss and have a conversation about yourself is among the very small percentage of people who actually speak in a way that's positive and, and as in a, in a great note rather than a way that is self-deprecating and and not encouraging for themselves and I want you to know I'm I have no doubt in my mind you will succeed far above and beyond what you could imagine and that you will achieve any and all of your goals I have not a doubt in my mind and I also am incredibly grateful that you got on this call because I think that you're going to help and inspire more people than than you than you think. I think it's uh, this is a very 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 good thing for people to hear because you are an inspiration and you are the perfect example of what people can actually do when they when they set their mind to it and I am very grateful for you.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Jordan. And, and also for all the positivity and and like the the amount of free information that you put out there for us to learn from and stay motivated from, we appreciate you. I appreciate you a lot. So thank you, and thank you for having me.
0: Well, thank you. I'm going to uh, I'm going to post this podcast up at, as soon as possible. Hopefully within the next hour, I'm going to send it to you via text and i'll also post it in the inner circle facebook group and then i'll i'll put it on instagram and send it to email as well but uh i'll send it to you first and and thank you so much really I, this means a lot to me
1: thank you for your time okay thank great. you talk have
0: a good night you. bye and that wraps up today's episode i want to give a huge thank you to ruthie for getting on the phone and talking especially when it was so late in sweden when we had the call Huge thank you to you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got value from it. I hope it helped in some way. If you did like it, please leave a review wherever you're listening—iTunes, Anchor, SoundCloud. They they really do help a lot. So a review would be appreciated if and only if you enjoy the episode and if I can help you in any way, shape, or form. Don't hesitate to reach out, Jordan at and. Last but not least, if you're interested in joining the Inner Circle or just want to learn more about it, shoot me an email, jordan at I'll help you in any way I can. Have a good day.